It's the number 42 episode of the Oh Yeah podcast with me, Mitch, from Tiffany Odds, Las Vegas, and Doug. Hey, how's everybody doing? And and you know 42 is the answer to uh, the secret of the universe, right? Uh, yeah, is that f- from a softcore by porn thing? Uh, it might be, but I'm quoting it from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh I didn't read that. I actually had dates in high school. Uh, I didn't read it either, but it's a common known uh, trivia that 42 is the answer to everything in the universe. Yeah, people like that book. That's not my I don't know if it's because of my age or whatever, but I never got into it and I've, I've never met anybody who read it. But I know it's wildly popular. I, I think there's a whole series of books, actually. And I remember must have been back in the 80s that they did a PBS movie of it. And then I think in the early 2000s, they did a major film release uh, of it with that with that guy, Orlando Jones. I think he used to be in like seven up commercials or something. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know I, how well it did. Oh, no, it is. A, it's a tremendously popular book that is, you know, that people like. I'm just not I just haven't I haven't read it or I'm not familiar with it. Actually, the main thing I've been watching now is censored pornography. So Cens- basically censored. Yeah, they take out all the sex scenes, and I just watch the drama. As it, well, as the storylines are quite good, right? Well, they're they're there. I mean, you you know, the suspense is gone because you figure them two are gonna get together. Yeah, but you don't know how. You don't know how exactly, and uh, plus it's short. I mean, it's like twenty minutes a movie, so uh, that seems long. Actually, <laughs> I haven't actually I haven't watched that many. I wasn't. I don't even know for sure if they even make full length pornographic movies. Now, what what you are into, uh, non non uh, porno, uh, I'm speaking of, and, and what you continually bring up on the podcast is that you are frightened by scary horror movies. Yet in your personal life, you text me almost every day a new horror story you're listening to. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, Limbus uh, things by I think a, a guy named Mayberry or something or Barbary something. He's pretty popular in that thing, and it's a series of horror short stories. They're not that short; they're more like novellas, like an hour or two. But some of them are quite uh, horrific. Uh, but this group isn't as bad as my favorite guy from Laird Baron or something like that. Oh, he I didn't. I don't he know if he is genuinely scary and creepy. I mean, most of the ones I've listened to lately have semi happy endings and are as much adventure stories or science fiction stories as horror stories. But his stories are all horrific and pure evil. Now, if if you actually watched the porn, you would see happy endings in those, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I now you, l- lucky enough, though, if you get scared from a movie, you have two uh, cute kitties there to protect you. What are they up to? Well, they've been taking it easy today. Um, I had oh, to nice clo- life. Yeah, I had to close the door on them last night so they wouldn't. Uh, so Big Tom, who's a big, fat black cat I have, and I also have a pretty tortoiseshell named Torty. And, but Big Tom always waits wakes me up when I asleep, uh, sometimes playfully, sometimes not so playfully. Mm. So I had to give him the Denver boot. I slept like nine straight hours and I, I don't feel any more refreshed when you don't get, I think it's just like water or like dr- water. If you don't get water f- for, you know, not sleeping is like not drinking water or right. any beverage. It's like vitally important when you're not drinking it. But once you start drinking it or start sleeping a lot, then it's just like, yeah, 
Who cares? I don't feel any better than I do. I had probably the best night's sleep I had in God knows how long. And I don't feel any better or more refreshed or have more energy than I did any other time. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. My my sleep schedule uh, has been uh, messed up again. I'm not falling asleep till like three. Then sometimes I'm waking up at seven. Then like today I slept till like 12, 1230 and uh, not feeling refreshed at all. No, no, that's bad. You got to figure out how to fix that. It's all on you, though. And I don't I can't give you any advice. Uh, yeah, at least, you know, maybe I should get a pet and then I could at least blame the pet for waking me up or wanting to go out. You should get a pet. It's it's fun. I mean, you like dogs. There's plenty of dog, dirty dogs in a pound who are looking for a good home. They are dirty, right? Yeah, by definition, dogs aren't are dirty animals. Ah, speaking of a dirty dog, so I, I just got back from uh, the grocery store, and I was pulling in, and and near my condo, there's like four spots, uh, four parking spots. It's not assigned. Uh, and there was an open space. So I pull in there and my neighbor is out walking her dog. And this is the same neighbor I posted about on Twitter about a week ago, who I overheard talking to another neighbor out uh, sort of outside my front door area, uh, saying, oh, nobody works in this community. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody's cars are here all day and blah, blah, blah. Like, is she old or young? Pretty. Uh, no comment. Okay. <laughs> Probably in her 50s. All right. So it's older, middle-aged woman. Yeah. And uh, so I got out of my car and she goes, oh, why'd you park here? I go, the spot's open and it's not assigned. And I've been living here for 10 years. I could park wherever the F I want. She goes, yeah, but, you know. Uh, you know, if I didn't get this spot right here, like that could have been a spot for me. And I have to get up and go to work in the morning and you just get to sit home all day. Oh, well, what the F business is it of yours? What, Wait, what I do or don't do. Are you friends with her? Do you talk to her? Um, yeah, sort of, you know, acquaintance, you know, say hello, goodbye, whatever. But like she's she said this to me before, even before the pandemic. Uh, asking, well, why don't you park somewhere else and leave the spot open for people like me who have to leave? You don't go anywhere. I'm like, well, I pay my monthly dues here just like everybody else. And I own a condo just like everybody else. I'll park wherever the F I want. Uh, yeah, that's an unusual thing for her to say. Is she flirting with you possibly? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I would hope not. Uh no, it, it's just it's just very strange. And the, I was going to say to her, well, how do you know if I didn't take the spot, somebody else won't? So I, what does it matter who takes the spot? Uh, yeah, obviously. I mean, she's 100 percent in the wrong. It's not assigned parking. You can say any way you want. And the fact that she has to honestly, the fact that she has to go work in this in the pandemic isn't a good sign. What does she do for a living? She's a nurse. No, she's a manager at a retail store. So, you know, they, they're they open. So, you know, d- don't curse me for, you know, my lot in life versus yours. Well, my condominium only has doctors and top scientists. And well, that's your status. At NASA, exactly. They so that was my... Th- yeah, so I just got a little annoyed at that. Like, don't tell me where I can and cannot park because based on your schedule... Did you move your car or not? No. 
All right, good for you. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What difference does it make? Where? Yeah, that's preposterous. I want to say that she's she's flirting with you. I mean, I hate this. I knew an old lady once who used to get into arguments with younger guys just because she liked to interact with younger guys. Uh, yeah, I I just I just thought it was uh, preposterous, and this is you know something she brings up to me from time to time, saying, "Oh, you know, people who who don't have to leave for work during all this, and they shouldn't be part." Well, who knows who's parking, you know, and what everybody's schedule is? What you know, who knows? What if What's I that? had twenty packages from the grocery store? It doesn't even matter. It's nonsensical because I mean nowadays there's plenty of high level people or you know, medium to high level people who work at home. The fact that you work at home doesn't mean you're unemployed. Uh, does she know your your profession? Yeah, yeah, she does. And that's why when, when I heard her talking to uh, the other neighbor the other night saying, oh, nobody around here has the stress I do of having to go. I'm like, guess again. I go, I'm under constant stress from from my job. And that's probably what's affecting my sleep. Yeah, probably. I personally, I don't have my job's not that stressful. Occasionally, it is, but it's basically pretty easy. It's just hard to learn. You also have uh, cats that lay on your keyboard and affect your ability to work. They're hindering me. They're not helping. They hinder. Put them on the payroll. I wouldn't mind doing that. I could keep half their money. Yeah. Now, I mean, you know. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of people working, what's uh, Joe Biden up to? Joe Biden is a I would say he's a laughing stock, but him and, <laughs> him and his visiting angel are doing their best to sign as many executive orders as they can. I mean, four years ago, Washington Post called Trump a Nazi for doing three executive orders. Now, Biden did 30 plus 13. Uh, and uh, they say that's the smart thing to do. Uh, it's all it's all uh, ridiculous. Uh, I guess it, the Democrats said their their time of wooing and trying to cooperate with Republicans are over. And now they're going to do it alone. It's like, well, I must have missed that part. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear any. Woo- I mean, as I admitted uh, the past couple of podcasts, I've sort of uh, been withdrawing from the political uh, news. It's just becoming just insane. But uh, it, yeah, it. What happened during the uh, campaign? Biden said he had a COVID plan, but he couldn't let anybody know about it. Uh, now he's president. He still doesn't let anybody know about it. Yeah. And then they lied. They said that the uh, Trump administration um, didn't uh, leave him any type of vaccination plan. And then Fauci, who's still worshipped as the demi- demigod that he is, apparently. Right. Um, highest paid person in the uh, American government. Uh, well over 400 grand, which is a lot for a doctor who's not so a he, surgeon. Or he's something. paid more than the president. Oh, yeah. How does that work? Uh, I guess, you know, he's at the highest civilian level of pay grade, I guess. I mean, he is is an MD and he is a specialist, so I'm not saying he doesn't deserve a decent salary, but most doctors who make a lot of money have some, well, I don't know. A lot of doctors make a lot of money, but it seems like he makes like 430 a year. I'm sure he gets very good benefits. He's... He, he's political when he shouldn't be political. But regardless, so Fauci said they did have a good plan, as everybody knew they did. Right. And, you know, and then uh, Psaki, Psaki, that redheaded um, child's play actress, you know, the movie Child's Play with the Killer Doll. Uh, yeah, I sent you a, a thing from the New York subway about that. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's uh, Jen Psaki if, she, if the doll grew, to, grew up. 
<laughs> just a laughing stock. She says she's got to circle back and everything. You know, I, I know they're leftists and I know they're, you know, born rich communists. Like, of course, uh, Anderson Cooper was born a multimillionaire. Um, literally, his mom is a Van- Vanderbilt. Yeah, I Gloria mean- Vanderbilt. I But I thought he's always claimed that his mom didn't give him any inheritance. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, she didn't have to because he got inheritance directly. Yeah, yeah. He's a liar. Uh, Chris Cuomo on CNN. Obviously, his dad was the governor of New York. His brother's the governor of New York. Let's uh, talk about three people with bad policies. Uh, connected multimillionaire. What we used to call red diaper babies. Left wing. Never worked a day in their life. Blue bloods. Yeah, common fools is what I call. Them. Oh, I My have friend. a I have a Governor Mario Cuomo story. Oh, let's hear it. So when I was in college, he came to do a speech, and uh, this was over the summer. I was taking some summer classes, and uh, uh, a couple people uh, in the class said, oh, let's go hear what he has to say, and there was like a luncheon and whatever. So we went, and there was a very attractive uh, girl in the class, and she was sitting next to me. We were uh, not together, so, you know, my reputation is uh, clean on that one. Uh I don't know what that means, but anyway, so Governor Cuomo came around and and was glad handing everybody, and he asked everybody at the table, "Oh, what do you want to do after you graduate?" Blah blah blah. And this girl said, "Oh, you know, I'm I'm going to be applying to law school." And he says, "Oh, you know, why would you ever want to work? You're too pretty to have to work. Don't just find a rich man." <laughs> Was she, in fact, pretty? Uh, Yes, she was very attractive, but I was thinking, like, who would say that? Yeah, that seems like something somebody would, like, Warren Harding would say, not (laughs) somebody in the 80s. I don't know when you went to school. Uh, In the the early 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that does seem appropriate. I actually had an issue with Paul Simon, the Illinois senator, when I was in college. Oh, not the uh, songwriter. No, not the songwriter. The senator who had a. You do have a separate issue with him, though. I do have an issue with him. I'm a big Garfunkel fan from way back. You like Um, his uh, Jufro. I do like his Jufro, (laughs) Um, and I wish I could have any type of fro or any hair other than all other than being bald and fat. But in any case, me and Paul Simon got in a a full contact top keto contest based on an insult. Yeah, he actually beat me, even though I was 20 years or 40 years younger. It's quite embarrassing. Was Dennis Kucinich in your your district over there? Where was he Uh, from? He's Cleveland, I think. Didn't he have a hot wife, too? Yeah, he does have a hot wife. He's a true feminist who is all those wonderful progressive things who just happened. His soulmate happened to be a literal model who was like 30 years younger than him. Yeah. Now. Now, speaking of models, I'm trying not to shame anybody, and this is not to be shameful, but did you see uh, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris's stepdaughter just got signed to be a model? She actually has an okay body, but it's just a way of, honestly, it's a way of of big companies to bribe Democrats. Right. Either giant book contracts that almost never, I mean, obviously the Obamas are the exception to the rule, but they give a $2 million advance to a Democrat for a book that's going to sell 3,000 copies if they're lucky. And um, it's just bribery. It's just flat out bribery. And right. I know the Obamas both, you know, sold far more books or M- Michelle Obama, Obama. President Obama's big book isn't out yet, I don't think. No, he's um, got a new book out. 
Oh, did it, did it come out already? I didn't hear anything. Yeah, about I've it. seen it. I've seen it in uh, when I was in Target the other day. I saw it on the shelf. I mean, it wasn't flying off the shelf, but his I third, can't. his third autobiography. Uh, yeah. I mean, does it update from the last one or? Well, I presume it has all the other years. A, a promised land, I think it's called. Is that available now? I thought I saw an Obama book. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's funny. Yeah, it was released in November of last year. It's funny because I haven't heard anything about it. I didn't hear clips or people saying, oh, this happened then. And how exciting. He's talking about the Egyptian revolution or something. I, yeah, I'm I'm sure it was on the number one se- seller list no matter what. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants a copy of it um, to show people they have it, but nobody would dare read it. Now, I wonder how much uh, President Trump could get for uh, a book now. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, although I did read his son's p- recent book, and it, was, it wasn't it was great. Uh, well, I wonder if any publisher would touch it. Well, that's a good point. Maybe you could self-publish it on, like, uh, at Xerox it or put it on a PDF or something. Uh, yeah, PDF, yeah. Yeah, he's keeping quiet, so now they're focusing on some no-name house member from Tennessee or something, uh, MTG, something something green. Well, I assume he – I haven't heard of this, but I assume he's racist or sexist or, or Islamophobic. Oh, it's a woman, and she's – Oh, she. I guess she, she's not racist, she's not sexist. I think she's QAnon and violent. I think they're worried about her violence. Oh, now – You've said this in the past. I wonder in 2024, will the Republican candidate be a racist? Yes, I've made that tremendous prediction. And I think after it comes true, I assume governments and um, all sorts of people will want to communicate with me because I I made a crazy prediction that in four years, the Republican nominee will be a racist. Uh, Yeah, you you know, I'm going to hold you to that prediction. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think of something that far in the future, that impossible, you know, something that's so impossible to predict that I am able to predict it. I think you made another prediction where you said no matter who it is that's appointed or elected as a Chicago alderman, they will be corrupt, too. Yeah, well, that's just going by history. They have lim- They have a driver. You know, we pay. Well, I don't because I don't live in the city of Chicago. I live in the suburbs because of my status. And um, <coughs> they have a driver and uh, assistant. It's really a. Uh, it's really unfortunate. Um, what the hell's her name? Lighthouse Lightfoot. Lightfoot. Lori Lightfoot. Right. Yeah, I call her Beetlejuice, though, and she's a failure. Um, she's good at getting unearned money by getting elected. She's, uh, you know, both of the both of the people uh, running for office were, you know, had a lot of, you know, weird stuff about them. But they, uh, you know, she's a failure. She's a, I, I keep using laughing stock, but she's incompetent at her job and is told so. But she'll have the job as long as she wants it. Yeah. Now, here here is the best setup I could do for you. Who is the bigger failure, Lightfoot or Pritzker? Um, I guess Lightfoot, because Pritzker had the common sense to be born in a billion, uh, uh, very wealthy family. Of course. Ah, you Pritz- missed you missed out. I was gonna. I I I said I emphasized bigger. I wanted you to say, well, Pritzker by about two hundred pounds. Well, what you wanted and what happened are two different things. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> 
Um, in any case, Pritzker is another Democrat, a liberal Democrat who was born into a very wealthy family. He is literally a billionaire. Uh, he's obviously quite obese. His, you know, he's. Let's just say, if you watched a video of him practicing the sensual arts of massage, it would be right. an un- unpleasant experience. And according to Doctor Kev, you are bigger than him. According to Dr. K, I'm fatter than everybody. I saw this guy, this poor guy is like 800 pounds. He could barely walk. He had a cane. I say, Dr. Kev, that guy's obviously bigger than me. He's like, I'm not really sure. You're both about the same. Oh, geez. So oh, he's spe- laughing and laughing. Yeah. 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 I, I I know all about it. And, you know, you're 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 trying a keto diet, right, with a new meal plan and no, I, I started a new meal plan called Real Eats. So they send it to you. It's like vacuum sealed, and you either boil it or take it out of the bag and microwave it. Each works equally well, although the boiling actually probably works a little better. It's a full, very good meal. It's not just restaurant quality. It is halfway decent restaurant quality. It's obviously not a fancy restaurant, but the meals are very good. A little small, you know, four or 500 calories. I deserve more. And, um, but then, you know, I did it and it's just regular. It's a regular, it's not low carb. It's just regular food. Oh, okay. I thought it was keto. No, it's not keto. So I stopped, I, I skipped a week because I just, I thought, because, you know, I feel like crap all the time because I'm old, because the Democrats are pissing me off and because I'm lazy. So I don't feel good all the time. So I think, well, let me go, let me try keto for a week or low carb at least. Let me try it for a week, see if I feel better. So right. I did it for a couple of days so far. I have until Wednesday to re to re-sign. You know, I skipped one week on the meal plan. And so far I've done it for a couple of days and I feel no better and don't, basically don't feel any differently. And I have not lost weight. So um so if this does not improve by Wednesday, I'll go back on the meal plan. Uh the problem is because of my What's the right word for it? Obesity, I guess. I eat a lot of food, and because of my status, I only eat expensive food. Uh, yeah, I remember you uh, ordered up some filet mignons for yourself the, about a month ago. Yeah, yeah, and lobster and stuff like that. And, you know, while it's appropriate, it's expensive. I mean, I probably spend, you know, I, I, sp- I said on my other podcast, Tipping the Odds Las Vegas, where people should listen because it's an actually it's a good one this week. Um I spent I'll be listening. I, yeah, thank you. I spent seventeen hundred dollars on scratch offs last month. God knows how what? much I spent on food. It's ridiculous. I got to get my life together. The problem is when you have a decent job and you don't have kids and you don't give a damn about your retirement. I think I'm I, I'm following <laughs> the uh, heart attack at sixty four retirement plan. Um, you know, you can spend as much money on whatever you want, and but it, it does not buy happiness. Uh, no, it, it, it's nice to get Amazon deliveries every day. It though. And it does buy prostitutes. though. I found out the hard way, but not, um, uh, but not twinks. Uh, no, not, not female ones, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so I'm close to get working. I, I keep turning them back. I mean, they show up to guys. I'm like, I'd prefer a woman. And they say, okay, and leave. Oh, well, so it's, I got to figure out. I'm obviously doing something wrong. What's going on with, uh, Joe Biden and Saudi Arabia? Well, that jackass, Joe Biden, is after peace in the Middle East with actual peace deals with important Arab countries, um, certainly the best peace in the Middle East since 79 with Egypt. Yeah. 
Jack has Joe Biden because, of course, he can't say, well, you know, this peace plan is good. It's acceptable. But everything else Trump did is bad. He has to say, you know, the thing is, Trump is 100 percent wrong about everything. No exceptions. Right. So he, he stopped the. Uh, the military sales to UAE, which is one of the Gulf countries, and uh, what the hell's the other, and another Arab country, which I can't even remember. Um, yeah, despite the despite Trump oh, brokering, and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, despite Trump brokering the biggest peace agreements that we've seen. Yeah, and these countries are our allies. We normally we sold them weapons and planes before Trump. We'll sell them after Trump. So I don't even get what's going on with that. Well, there, there was no ten percent for the big guy in those peace agreements. No, and the sad reality is, is because he wants he he's he's there not Biden because Biden. You know what I mean? He's not exactly the captain in charge of it. If he's the captain in charge of this ship, uh, it's the Titanic. But he's yeah. not. Whoever's and- making decisions is pro is pro Iranian, just like Obama was. Obama is pro Iranian right. for a lot of different reasons, and not just Obama the person, the administration. Obviously, I don't think President Obama or President Biden could find could either find a. Um, Iran on a map or a good looking spouse to kiss as opposed to Trump. Um, <laughs> you know, the reality, compare Melania with Michelle Obama or um, Dr. Jill Biden. Yes. And that's all you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I, Melania, I, I, Ma, Melania is literally a model and the other two are, you know, let's just say they don't look like models. Uh, no, and I I assume gas prices are going to go up now that he's canceled the pipeline. Yeah, if I ever had anywhere to drive, yeah, he was going to have a pipe up the pipe. We canceled the pipeline, so thousands of jobs are down the drain. Uh, but you know, of gas that are still going to be taken out of the ground and sold, they'll just go to China. Oh no, it'll go to uh, down to Louisiana to ship, but it'll go on trains instead of on a pipeline because that's vitally important. Yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah. It's. It's ridiculous. Gas is more expensive, allegedly. I mean, if I had anything to do, I mean, I just had a snowstorm outside. I brushed off my car. That's all I had to do because um, I don't go anywhere. Right. Exactly. Yeah. My my car lease is up in a month. I'm thinking of just not getting a car at all. Oh, you shouldn't. I if I if my car broke down, I wouldn't get another car for who knows when, maybe a year. Yeah, I, I, you know, I could have food delivered. I could have everything else delivered. If I really need to get somewhere, I'll call a cab or an Uber. Yeah, I've, I've taken, I've taken. There's been times when I've taken Ubers to go grocery shopping. It's easy. You get you, you get used to it. You get used to all that stuff. Everything's easy, and it's nice to. I don't know how much you pay for your car lease, um, other than too much. Yeah, you got um, that right. Well, plus insurance and gas. I mean, I could save thousands of dollars a year. Right, right. No, I I agree. I mean, I my car is paid off. I'm never going to get a new car if I if I can help it. Yeah, I mean, I I will still spend the money foolishly. It just won't be on a car. Yeah, I have nothing to I have nothing to show for all my effort except for pain and regret. Uh, And two two kitties. And two cute kitties, yeah. Um, although I don't know where the hell they are. Usually, when I'm doing a podcast, they come and bother me. I, don't, I can't see them. I don't know yeah, where they when, are. When you can't see them, is when you should worry. 
Oh, yeah. They've been knocking. I don't know. They're in a good mood because they're still only a year and a half old. They've been knocking over stuff. They knocked over my laundry basket. They destroyed that little house, right? Yeah, I bought. I got them a, ca- a cardboard house that had a scratching thing on the bottom. They ripped it apart. I, I taped it together and, you know, and now it's half ripped apart again. They they really don't care. They destroy all that was once good, just like uh, just like some mystic deity from uh, <laughs> India or something, like <laughs> the Rav or something. So they, what? They, what yeah. yeah. What can you do though? You know. No, it's cute when they're doing it, and uh, it's nice. I'm, I'm lucky to have two cute cats, but like I've always said, it's unfair because these two cats are spoiled rotten. Um, my the tortoiseshell who's such a pretty kitty. Uh, if I don't get her the specific type of food she likes, she refuses to eat, and then she like gives me a dirty look and won't spend time with me. But then when I get her the food she likes, then she'll run, she'll she'll rub up against me and you know be nice and stuff. Yeah. So that's she, she might be the brains behind Big Tom's brawn. Usually when Big Tom wakes me up at night, I'll see Torty will be right next to him watching, like egging him on. <laughs> um, it's ridiculous but the thing is my last two cats were also spoiled yeah you get stuck with spoiled cats yeah every time and um but it's okay i mean it's kind of hard to raise them i mean i i kind of wish i had a couple kids to raise because i figure after they're like three years old they probably raise themselves probably easy to take care of Oh, I, I do want to do, uh, I don't know if it's a shout out, but I don't know if anybody knows, but I do I do write music and I'd be looking for a uh, female vocalist. If if anybody out there is uh, interested in uh, collaborating on some music, uh, just uh, reply back to uh, Mitch's uh, Twitter when he posts this uh, when he posts this. Yeah. Info at tipping the odds, Las Vegas dot com. Nice. Um, yeah, but the point is, is well, you should uh, you should call me back in a couple hours because after I've had a couple drinks, I usually like singing, but my voice isn't that's good. I mean, it's uh, quite horrible. well. I di- I did a remix of your voice that ends the tipping episodes. Oh, that's right, the dirty dog thing. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I- I um you know they say every every um comedian wants to be a journalist and every journalist wants to be a rock star a literal rock star even though these are grown men right um like Jim Acosta yeah yeah it would be called Anderson Cooper and his bottoms and Jim Acosta would be one of the bottoms oh now what I know we don't have much to talk about this week and we're at a half hour but I had a question back in the day that I'm talking back before Trump was elected you used to always retweet and discuss how you like Jake Tapper, but what, what do you still feel that way? Is he not just a left-wing news guy? Yeah, he's just a left-wing news guy. It's just, he's the type of left-wing news guy who 99% of what he says is nonsense. I mean, his, his wife used to work, used to be an executive at Planned Parenthood. He has a lot of left-wing connections, but on one out of a hundred times, he'd say something I agree with, so I'd retweet it, but now I blocked him because he's just another left-wing, basically actor, like the rest of them, just performing what the news that's put in front of them. They yeah. read a script. They're simple. And you used to have a celebrity following you, Soledad O'Brien, right? Yeah, she follows a lot of people. I definitely blocked her because if people do not know this, uh, follow her on Twitter and look at her tweets. She is a radical, mean-spirited nutcase as far as the left wing goes. I mean, it's it's surprising how na- how it's just flat out mean and inappropriate she is, which is you know pretty surprising. I, I've never tweet, you know, I've never interacted with her at all right. on Twitter, but I 
see how she treats other people. And it's just, it's very strange. It's like, you know, a stereotypical, like, you know, freshmen in college who, who you just know, took take their first poli sci class or something. Exactly. And she's mean about it and name calling and insulting. It's, it's very, it's, it's generally surprising because she, she seems like just a regular person. I assume she was born with rich, like most of the Democrats, but yeah. I don't know for sure. Well, name calling and, and insults. I mean, that's something that uh, we usually pay extra for. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I, I, I'm saying. I, uh, <laughs> I, I got, I got a, uh, you know, I got, I, you know, I, I cut off a woman in traffic. She got out of her car, started screaming at me for like five minutes. She's yelling at me, spitting at me, called me all sorts of names. I take out my wallet, give her fifty bucks, and say, "Okay, how about a happy ending?" <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, and anything else we want to mention this week? No, people should listen to Tipping the Odds. It's there's only there's less COVID and more jokey stuff in it. Ooh, I like yeah. jokey stuff. No, oh, it's 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 uh, very pleasurable um, because the COVID is apparently being solved. Uh, according to Dr. Kev, it's getting better, and hopefully in a couple months, be, most most everybody will be vaccinated, and, and you'll then, be back in Vegas. Yeah, I'll be back in Vegas, and the rest of the time I'll also stay in my condo. But that'll be because of crippling depression and lethargy, rather than because of COVID. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, we're all in fifty years from now, we're all going to be in the same place. Yeah, it won't matter. Nobody gets out alive, as you like to say. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I wake up from my dream, and I'm not sure if if this my walking waking life is just a dream from my dream. Oh, but I don't think it is, though. You're in uh, the Matrix or something. Yeah, it, it is. Because when I have my dreams are all reality based. They're not quite reality, but I, I don't there's nothing supernatural or science fiction about my dreams. You know, I can't fly. I'm usually just walking around or living on basically a, a kind of boring alternate life. Oh, weird, right? Yeah, like your your dreams should be fantastical. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're not nightmares, thank God. I used to have nightmares, which I hate. But I, they're not nightmares, but they're just like a, a less good version of my life. Like a very common dream of mine is I'll be in a large, you know, like conference hall with a lot of other people. But I think it's a casino and I'm looking for it to gamble. Ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just walking around talking to people looking, you know, where's the gambling? Or I'll take a cab to a different casino and then wonder why I didn't gamble at the casino I was at. It's really a lot. A lot of that stuff is basically the same. It's just like I said, it's an alternate life that is 90 plus percent like a regular life and never. And I think that I last night I had a dream there was a celebrity in it, oh. but I didn't interact with a celebrity. I just said, oh, that's Jerry Seinfeld in my class or in my workplace or something right. like that. It was not. Yeah, it's never anything interesting or fun. It's not bad. No, I it's mean, better than a nightmare. It's better than a nightmare, and it's just, like I said, a slightly less boring version of my regular life. That's why I could imagine it being an alternate life and, you know, everybody uh, okay. having so many different uh, different dimensions, different different lives, alternate universes. In, yeah, an infinite number of parallel universes. Right. Why not? Yeah. Hey, whatever gets you through. Yeah, whatever gets you through the night. Okay, well, let's wrap it up. This is the Mitch from Tippy Dodds Las Vegas, and this is Doug. I hope everyone has a great uh, weekend, and if you're getting snow, stay warm and dry. 
Okay, well, we will talk to you later. Bye-bye.